Welcome to the Man of War podcast. My name is Rafa Conde, and of course, I am a man on a mission here to transform you into a modern day warrior, a man of action, a man who steps up come hell and high water, a man truly who leads his family from the front, and more importantly, he wants to be a stronger father, husband, leader, visionary. That's right. That's what we're about here. Hey, first and foremost, I want you to do me a favor. Men of War. That's M-E-N of War Crucible.com forward slash six. That's the newest landing page that we have going on here. If you are interested in becoming part of a powerful brotherhood, an amazing brotherhood of men who have graduated from a rite of passage. That's right. And we're talking about stronger fathers, husbands, leaders, visionaries. This is what we do. Designed for CEOs, for executives, for leaders, for really any man who wants to become stronger in all facets of his life. This is a life-changing experience. The way we've developed it is through a 12-week immersion period, okay? And then, of course, we have the five days boots on ground and a lifetime brotherhood. Also, I got to plug my new book coming out here over the next few days, Redefining the 20. First century man. That's right. Redefining the 21st century man. Man, I I don't even know what to tell you. I am beyond stoked. It has been a two and a half year process. And right now, this book is, um, I'm going to be probably getting it in my hands, the first iteration of it, making sure that everything is good. And then once I clear that, we are good to go. So it should be, um, you, sh- you should be able to order it here over the next uh, week, week and a half or so before April 15th. I'm not sure when this podcast is going to be released, but uh, within that time frame. So very, very excited about it. Redefining the 21st century man. All right. I got great news today. Finally, my uh, Man of War account is back up. That's M-A-N-O-F. W-A-R-R, that account that I've been cultivating for four and a half years. It was down for two and a half months. They had deactivated it. I don't even know why they deactivated it or whatever. Listen, that's just the way Instagram rolls, but it made me think. It made me really think on my feet and uh, had to adapt, improvise, overcome, figure it out because that was a major account for a major page for our organization with over 100,000 followers. And um, so we're back up, man of war, but we also have thriving, kicking ass, growing uh, TikTok account. Uh, that's going to be under my name, Rafa J. Conde. And uh, there's an amazing, amazing uh, video clips of, of the Crucible, the Man of War Crucibles. So if you're interested in that, I would highly recommend that you check that out. We're up to like 7,500, 7,600 followers on Instagram, on uh, TikTok. Um, and we've only been there less than two months, a month and a half or so. So we're doing well. Um, all right. Now, enough of that. Let's jump right into it here. And I want to talk about Bruce Lee my mentor. Now, if you know anything about my history and then where I started from, martial arts has been a very big part of my life, very big part of my life. I started training at really five years old, but I really started taking it seriously at 13, 
from there, martial arts has been basically a beacon in my life. You know, I've really studied when it comes to the Bushido, the, the quest of the warrior mind, uh, really focusing on what makes warriors a warrior, right? And kind of this is what my book is about. Um, it talks really about the 25 principles of how to live a life really that embodies a warrior spirit, but specifically tailored for our society nowadays. But with that said, uh, Bruce Lee was a mentor to me in so many ways. All right. Um, when I first, um, I, I remember sitting on my bed and receiving um, uh, a magazine. Uh, it was, um, I had ordered a magazine on, on not, how would I say online shit, online back in the, in the 80s that didn't exist. But I had ordered a magazine. I subscribed to a magazine called Inside Kung Fu, and I was getting issues every every month. And I remember this particular magazine uh, um, had Bruce Lee cover on it. And I was like, wow, man, th this is so cool. Just, I, I loved reading magazines. To digress a little bit, I grew up a good portion of my life in Spain. My father was studying medicine and we used to go back and, and literally back in the seventies when Bruce Lee had just died, his movies were very popular in Spain. And my father would take me to the movie theater constantly to watch movies. You know, we watched uh, Big Boss, which is Fist of Fury, Chinese Connection, Enter the Dragon. And, and we would really be, um, we would watch these movies over and over again. And I remember sitting with my father and like, we were just sitting there white, eating popcorn and just so getting into the, his movies. And, and they really, I don't know, they really hit home. And uh, when I was in my teens then, I you know receiving this copy and seeing Bruce Lee and then reading that article that was so much about really um, him, his life, um, how, you know, how he thought about life, um, his diligent training philosophy, you know, talked about so, it was just a, he was a very deep, in my opinion, he was a poet, a poet in motion, right? A philosopher. And now you can access so many different writings and so many books, but back then it was not as easy. Um, initially I purchased, I mean, literally what would happen is that every week, no matter what, I would go to the newsstands and I would buy a martial arts magazine. I've read, I still have hundreds and maybe even thousands of copies of old martial arts magazines. That was my thing, man. When you talk about, I would read these magazines inside and out, all about the martial arts, all, and, and just read and read and read, and then reread them and reread them. And I remember that feeling of when I went to bed at night, just opened these magazines and read, and then I started buying books, and I, st and I you know, the whole self-defense collection, I think there's five volumes uh, with, um, that I was Bruce Lee, and it was like book one, book two, book three, book four, book five, and so on. And literally, I, I read those books, studied those books inside and out. Um, and at that time, I was studying Kung Fu, and it was just a, a very interesting perspective to see how Bruce Lee kind of, uh, yeah, he was traditional in some aspects, but he really infused a lot of the modern fighting concepts into what he did. You know, obviously, Jeet Kune Do, which was a different style, but, and, and style's not the word. It was just a different philosophy in how, on how to uh, fight um, and, and, and live life, really. So, you know, I go back and I see this, 
in my mind's eye, like I see myself, you know, in bed studying and absorbing this and, and reading Bruce Lee books. And then, of course, I bought the, the, the Tao of Jeet Kune Do and studied it inside and out. And I would go to my garage, right? And I would kick the heavy bag, you know, uh, the heavy bag, you know, work on a, a um, <laughs> the Wing Chun dummy that I had was, uh, the best thing about that was that, you know, there was kind of like, makeshift i had I had created it uh based on what a magazine uh, um, i by the way i used to love 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 um creating training tools you know creating different things that i read on magazines like karate illustrated had some great articles on how to create uh, how to how to build training uh like training dummies and kicking pads and all that so i may i love to build that you know, forget about going to buy it well really couldn't afford it at that time, but, um, I built it and I thought that was even funner. So that was pretty cool. And I would train diligently to the point where, you know, my, my parents would be like, man, you're crazy. Like you would go to Kung Fu class and then you would come back and you would train. I remember I had my friends over and we would just kick the bags and, and punch the bags and then do forms and then, you know, just kick and punch and, and fight each other and, and put sparring gear on. Man, that, that was, those were very, very powerful times. But what really stayed with me the most okay, from Bruce Lee's philosophy and, and even to today is his mindset of never quitting no matter what. His mindset of constantly getting better, right? Hacking away the unessentials, progressing, improving. And of course, probably the most important thing that stayed with me for, you know, about his philosophy and his way is that no matter what in life, well, no matter what life throws at you, that you can attack it with everything that you have just by shifting, by shifting your perspective, by shifting your angle, right? Because, I mean, his story, if you know, I mean, I don't want to get into all his story and things like that. But if you know his life story, you know that basically, I mean, he came to the United States and then he went back to Hong Kong to, because the United States, there wasn't an opening for him really to, to become a star, you know, after, um, you know, he did a couple of the, um, the green, uh, the green Hornet. Okay. That was a, a, a big stepping stone for him. But then he, be, he went to Hong Kong and be really became a, a star overnight, you know, his movies became very popular and then they started drifting here into the United States. Unfortunately, most of his popularity came after his death. You know, to me, he was an icon. Um, and a lot of guys will say, well, you know, the MMA now and fighters or whatever. Look, I studied this man inside and out and pound for pound, I would have taken him against anybody in the world. All right. I mean, he was just and not so much because of his technique. Well, his technique was incredible, but it was more about his will to train and constantly train and never stopping. 
That's it. Bruce Lee, if you look at him, that man was constantly training, constantly changing his style, adapting, overcoming, improvising, just changing the perspective on what fighting. I mean, he took aspects of fencing. He brought them in. He's, you know, he took aspects of Wing Chun Gung Fu, of boxing, and, and he brought the, from Filipino arts, he brought all these elements into his way of fighting. And he was just on top of his game. I mean, he is considered to be the father of modern MMA. Um, I think while MMA is great and, and there's, some, there's some cool fights, I think that also was missing and has been missing in MMA. There's a certain, unfortunately, there's a certain lack of, of respect of honor that goes with it. And now it's kind of just like a like a mishmash of just, you know, fighters and kind of like, yeah, it's similar to boxing, like just a mishmash of fighters. They go, they fight in the ring and, and, and you know, they, they learn, you know, they train different techniques, ground game, boxing, kicking game, take a little bit of everything and then go out there and, and, and fight. And it's great. Look, you know, it's a great fight game. But I don't really think I can call MMA true, essentially true martial arts um, because I think there's that honor that's really missing in some of the components. And um, I think that Bruce Lee had that sense of honor. I think Bruce Lee really brought that to the table, even though he was very progressive, very much you know into constant growing and constant evolving and... and um, I think there was a certain sense of honor in him and of that warrior-esque type of feeling that, again, we're, we're missing nowadays. Now, I go back also and I think about how his philosophy helped me in my own life, how his philosophy and the way that he thought of the world really helped me in, in, in so many ways. Times where I was down, times where I was depressed, uh, times where I felt like the, the world was going to cave in on me. Um, when I would read his books and his philosophy and his, wow, his dedication to, to building the best combat art form in existence, right? You know, that, that was his goal. Um, you know, it, it, it's having no way as a way, having no limitations as limitations. It's crucial. I mean, that is like, you look back at that and it's like saying, listen, this is an, it's, it's a philosophy. It's very deep. <clears throat> and, you know, for me, that drive, that internal drive that he had <clears throat> just really changed my life in so many ways. Um, and I think that I've applied that from being a Wall Street broker. I've applied that, uh, you know, when I was a, you know, a police officer, I've applied that uh, in my now running an organization of hundreds of men. I've, that philosophy has really embedded, is, it's embedded in me. I guess that's, that's for lack of a better word. It's embedded in me. You know, I've read so many of his books. I, I probably have over 30 of his books. And in reality, he didn't write any books, okay? I mean, he wrote the self-defense books, um, and Tao of Jeet Kune Do were actually taken, you know, from notes and then built in, into a book. But outside of that, he really didn't write any books. People wrote books about him, um, his philosophy, his training, his, you know, the martial arts and things like that. So 
I would say, you know, these books that are out there that have to do with Bruce Lee, I have like 90% of them. I own 90% of them. Uh, as far as magazines, man, I own a shit ton of magazine covers with him on it. Um, I own special magazines that were just dedicated to him. Um, and I never get bored of, of seeing photos of him in Enter the Dragon or The Big Boss or, or Return of the Dragon. I, I No. And look, d- diving into his movies, one of the most important components for me was, was that the, the bully, right? He always stood up to the bully. He always stood up to the guys that were trying to bring him down and talk smack, right? And, and he held his composure. Think about it for a second. He held his composure, a lot of him. If you go back to, um, like, even, even like Fist of Fury or, you know, you want to call it the big boss or whatever, but um, you go back to that movie and, and he has that, that chain around his, you know, that token around his neck and he promised that he was never going to fight again. And, you know, they, they take him to his wits end and when they start attacking his family, he has to step up and he, you know, he rips it from his neck and, and he starts fighting, you know, it gets ripped from his neck um, and he starts fighting and he just unleashes that beast. Wow. That's powerful, man. That is powerful because you drive a man to his wits end, right? He holds and he holds that line. And he holds that line. But when the time comes where he needs to step up, boom, he's there. That philosophy is so, I mean, it's everything that I live by. Like it literally is everything that I live by. You know, you have self-restraint, you have self-confidence in what you do, but man, when you need to unleash that beast, you will unleash that beast. And Bruce Lee was a great example of that. Hoping that you in your life have a mentor. Hoping that you in your life find someone that you can follow his words and his actions and, and, and kind of live your own style, right? Your own unique, have your own unique approach. Nowadays, unfortunately, we have so many different people on Instagram, on, uh, you know, Facebook, on, on you know, TikTok, you know, every, everyone wants to be a leader. You know, everyone wants to talk a big game about what to do in life, but very few of those men have actually stepped up and done something. Very few of those men have really stepped up. And what I mean stepped up, I mean stepped up in the heat of battle, okay? Not, and I'm not just referring to being a soldier or a cop. I'm talking about the heat of battle where they've really had to overcome really fucked up situations. Yet they're out there trying to be mentors and leaders and things like that. But I'm going to encourage you to follow the right people, okay? Follow the right people that speak from the heart, that don't bullshit you, that are honest, that are squared away, um, while the while the internet has given us an open source, okay, to follow a lot of individuals, sometimes choosing them is not that easy because I would say a good portion of you follow hundreds of people and take little tidbits from here, from there, from here, from there. Be very careful, all right? Make sure that you grow into the man that you want to be. Make sure that you have a tremendous um, that, that you can literally look back at life and say, you know what, these principles that I live by are really strong, okay? They really are all about developing the best version of myself. All right, guys, thank you for your time. Um, I'll be coming at you strong with podcasts every single week. We're going to have some great guests here. We're going to have a roundtable pretty soon, um, and I'm hoping 
This is what I'm hoping for that our um, my new book here gets released within the next couple of weeks. I'm going to put it out there. Um, your support will be greatly appreciated. I promise you that this book will change your life. Um, if you read it, absorb it, highlight the hell out of it, okay? And of course, you're going to be able to buy it on Barnes & Noble and Amazon. I would prefer to prefer that you would go to Amazon. I think that's where you get a better price, um, price point on it. Um, and uh, um, read it, bend it, highlight it, all that good stuff, okay? Also, please follow or subscribe um, to our, then I, and I'm a terrible marketer when it comes to this because our YouTube page, all right, our YouTube channel, whatever the hell you want to call it. We've been working hard endlessly to bring you content. YouTube is a fucking bear to build, but we're doing good. I mean, we're, we're now we're starting to pick up followers. We're approaching that 5,000 subscriber mark. If you can give us a follow, it's youtube.com forward slash man of war, and you'll have a shitload of videos, uh, good quality content, and I'm hoping that you can uh, smash that subscribe button over there and turn on that notification bell. That would be really important for us to, to really have good men in there that we can exchange dialogue with um, and really build a good, strong following of individuals. All right, guys, until next time, your life may be challenging and full of dangers, but never, ever retreat. Your last battle may be your greatest victory.